I've been very blessed for the last 27 years working in the music industry to meet a lot of interesting people, very talented, gifted people from all walks of life. And obviously Nashville, you think country music, but in the industry, country artists are a dime a dozen. They're everywhere and it's very competitive. So how do you stand out? I was at an industry meeting and in walked Scott Stevens. I didn't know who he was. He had such energy on his face, a smile. He seemed totally content with who he was. He had confidence and he was funny. He was a good person to hang out with. I learned he was a criminal defense attorney and a very devoted family man. And on top of that, his country music is completely original, exciting, fun, sexy. It's really good music. So I'm very excited to introduce to you today the conversation I had with my dear friend, Scott Stevens. Cause you took my scars, bruises and Paul Cardall, like you, his guests are all heart. Just a reminder to subscribe to All Heart with me, Paul Cardall. You're one of my best buds, bro. Man. Thank you for uh, allowing me to push it back. I had like five cases today. It was just uh, more of a social work type day, honestly, man. It was connecting people with a lot of services. And particularly, there's this company in Nashville that like uh, really aids battered women and mothers and their children getting back on their feet and uh like specializing like uh those with like addiction issues too so it was uh i was on a lot of other people's schedules today trying to get them uh get them help get them help my mom reached out the other day and we were just you know she called when i was waiting for uh one of the inmates to be brought out from behind the glass it's crazy how here, here lately actually the attorney stuff has been kind of not influencing but informing some of the writing and 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 yeah. stories that i'm getting to tell man and uh uh but anyway back to the story my mom called and i was waiting for them that was in the basement of the courthouse where they keep uh you know people when until they're you know brought back up to the courtrooms and uh, my mom called and she was like just kind of wanting to catch up and i was like mom i, I love you so much it might not be the best time right now but i'll call you back in a little bit and we were just talking about it she's like man can you imagine could you have even imagine being here uh you know the path that god leads you know, me and my mom talk god and, yeah. and spirituality all the time that's uh my little prayer partner you know and i was like well mom no, I don't think I could imagine sitting here waiting, waiting behind glass to talk to talk to clients. And uh, it's an interesting reality, though. We've talked mostly, you know, since we've known each other about music. 
and but there's this whole other layer to you and um i thought you were civil rights but you're a criminal defense attorney i do primarily criminal defense work for um mostly uh indigent defendants people that can't afford an attorney you know if you can't afford one attorney won't be appointed to represent you that kind of thing um well usually it's a public defender that takes all those cases and uh uh, but they can't take them all. There's so many people in Nashville, particularly, they can't take them all. So I'd say about half of my clients are appointed, you know, and half of them, you know, after they fill out the paperwork. And then, you know, so I'm like kind of a state vendor. Uh, and then half are, are just pay me to represent and retain clients. So that's that's pretty much pretty much my uh, yeah. my day to day. Is it just been kind of awkward in the beginning, like when you guys first when you're hooked up with this person and you're gonna represent you know what's that like uh, i wouldn't say it's awkward i mean it's definitely let's get down to business kind of deal yeah. uh and uh you know usually i start off by saying hey my name is scott and i'm i'm one of the only people in this whole building here to help you okay so i'm gonna help you and you know and they'd already they, by that point then they've already filled out this form and they kind of uh, can anticipate what's coming, man. It's really just, uh, I consider it a calling, bro. Yeah. You know? Sure. Jesus, so, the advocate with the father. Yeah. Jesus was the greatest defense uh, attorney of all time. Absolutely. For the people that, uh, well, and, you know, we love God. And this is why I love God is because he, he was passionate about giving the misfit justice. That's it, man. People need help. And sometimes it's just, man, I, I, I've needed help, you know? Uh, hell, I still need help. Uh, Paul, will you help me, please? <laughs> you are helping me literally right now, man, by letting me be on your podcast, dude. So thank you for the help. So can, can I catch your listeners up with sure. us? Sure. Uh, so Paul and I used to be on the same publishing company okay. um, and a kind of a production company for us both to label kind of for us both. And then uh, I kind of uh, you're still there, aren't you? No, I. That's I, right. You I, told I, me contract. that you told me you since moved on. I sold my catalog to them. The catalog I built out in Utah, all these artists label. I mean, all these artists and albums, my stuff. And then I did a three album deal with their little record label. I, Rock and roll, dude. I got I got nothing but but positives uh, moving forward, man. From from that whole experience, you know, you lead, you learn, and, and it was just you you grow, you pivot, you do you do other things. And I I, uh, I guess I parted ways with them a couple years ago, uh, but you. You you stuck around in my life, bro, and uh, since have come to several of our shows and just hang out. You and your lovely wife Tina hang out backstage with us, and uh, we just have so much fun, man. And we both, Paul and I, both really respect each other's art and and, and quest, uh, you know, talent, whatever you want to call it, man, calling, and did. Uh, I just, uh, I, I don't have enough nice things to say about you. My kids listen to uh, to uh, the sleep. I already told you this. The sleep, we're still listening to that, man. The sleep record you put out, AP. Well, thank you, man. And yeah, man. Um, 
I mean, I still listen to all your music, but that one's that one's been on repeat here lately. Thank you. Do you remember the first? Time, do you remember the first time we met? Was it at uh, like a, a a happy hour type thing, like a, a yeah, label a function? Happy, yeah, it was a happy hour label function at a at a pizza place. I just remember you came in like you own the room. You had all the <laughs> energy, uh, enthusiasm, and I didn't know anybody back then and uh but yeah you just came in with all this charisma and i knew you were going places i oh man yeah. but here's the thing guys listeners is that I, I i then listened very closely to scott's music and like tina says who is not a country music fan because she's into hip-hop and old school r&b because she's east side cleveland that's her her roots you know and she goes but scott's music it's it's the groove it's the bass it growls at you it's Ooh, i like that description that just gave me chills it's sexy it's uh different it's not your typical country top 40 it there's just it's edgy but it's got like such such a beautiful message like the one that you wrote that is blowing up on tiktok missing you you should see my son right now, his eyes are color blue. Got a touch of his mama's smile, his daddy's wild too. And we named him after you. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it for my pappy. He's my mom's dad. And my son is also, and it's a very personal song. So particular and so specific. I remember writing that song. It's like the, it opens up. You should see my son right now. His eyes are color blue. Got a touch of his mama's smile. His daddy's wild too. And we named him after you. Yeah. And that little part right there, I was like, uh, when we wrote it, I was like, gosh, this is so specific and so personal. I don't even know how, you know, my label is going to feel about it. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how to commercialize it. I don't. I don't know how audiences would feel about it. Just because I, in my mind at that time, and it was really a growth song for me too. Because I was like, oh, that is art. That's what people gravitate toward. Something true. Something honest. And uh, and lo and behold, like now it's on. Uh, it's on country radio. I'm uh, going uh, back on radio tour tomorrow to promote it. Nice, nice. Congrats. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. It was like it was almost like a little like. Uh, uh, nod to like God telling me a little bit like okay well that's it be honest be personal do you see how it works now I'm like oh, okay I see how it works now and uh, to think the arrogance of me thinking I knew what, what I should do <laughs> you know me thinking I knew best listen God gives you this gift and uh, it helps define your purpose and sometimes our our judgment gets clouded because we see other people who are are successful and we know that we were given a gift to share and so we get frustrated in our impatience and our walk through Nineveh um, Ooh. you know what I'm saying and so then um, we decide you know let's just write something beautiful something but here's the th that's everyone connects with that song because everybody is missing somebody and the reason it blows up on TikTok is because it's very hard on TikTok to express grief and now you have a song that's got this edgy vibe to it that's yeah not, it's not cheesy it's really cool and hip it's got that great groove in it 
and just the way it ends, the phrases, all of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, in my show, I'll tell the story and then I'll tell how it's now my radio single. So I got my first uh, record deal of my entire life after after that previous deal, right? Um, with you and me, I signed this uh, uh, deal with a budget and a tour kind of associated with it, hopping on with Justin, just a little. And, and this was February in 2020, right? Okay. And uh, that was my first record deal. I signed that deal and then the whole world shuts down. And uh, somewhere along the line, just trying to figure out the, the next steps and whatnot. And I tell the story every time I play it in the show, I tell this story. And I walk downstairs, I pour a big old glass of bourbon, and I'm like, I pick up my guitar because, as I do, when I'm searching for anything, you know, that's my conduit, my 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 voice sometimes, you know, my my thoughts. Anyway, I picked up a guitar. I looked at the picture of my my pappy and my son Henry Hank, who we named after him. <laughs> sitting there on the mantle and uh, just I said Pap you should see my son right now I'm just sitting there playing I couldn't put the guitar down I couldn't put that melody down I couldn't put any of it down man it's good so tonight I fly like you're still with me down every back road of my memory the first one I got to last right now and I wanted it to be kind of a celebration of his life because he's he's so cool and uh, such a big influence on me. My mom's a big influence on me. My dad's a big influence on me. You grew up in Alabama. I grew up, yeah, I spent about 10 years of my life in Alabama. I had two older sisters. I got a little bit both worlds growing up with two older sisters who it was basically like i had three moms i was very blessed um moved around a lot my dad was a consultant okay for nuclear power plants he's a phd uh a nuclear physicist if you will and so there was always that kind of pull on and, and encouragement for education and um just sort of growth that way so there was always kind of that expectation and and and, and for me too and, and i appreciate that i'm not at all saying that in a bad way so that's kind of explains how law school came about for me and but yeah that was my childhood i moved around a lot i went to uh five high schools in three years my dad was a rocker from way back had guitars on the walls and um he played with uh, joe walsh in high school before joe like joined the eagles obviously and then uh um played with the talking heads these bands from way back you know uh, and then all, by the time i came around he always just had just had the guitars still left on the walls kind of he, he didn't really didn't really pick them up that much if it wasn't for going to playing at church I was always raised in church. I played, uh, I, I released gospel EPs, man. You you released a gospel EP? I did. I did. I uh, I led music for a church through college for like two years. I, I did the, the um, worship service every Sunday. Uh, two of them every Sunday. I did the early service and the and the, the regular service. Okay. And uh, what was the fit? What was your your go to worship song? Um. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. Oh, that's a great one. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. You know, uh, um, 
Yeah. Chris Tomlin, Shane and Shane. You know, obviously I'm a spiritual person, but obviously, you know, I'm not very bound by religion. I like to have fun. I, I like to I like to 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 spread the message of love and joy and positivity and mindset over everything. But I I didn't like the for me personally playing uh, in the church and and being employed in the church and I very much appreciate it and I loved my time back then so I'm not complaining or saying anything negative really it was just I knew that my calling might be a little bit different than that you know one thing I remember uh in Vegas when we were at Stoney's and you were doing I think it was an hour set I didn't get the full 90. I still didn't have the full 90. Uh, I can't wait until you do, man. Uh, <laughs> but you and your wife, <laughs> I'm talking about your wife for a minute. You and your wife, um, there was some type of thing going on and in marriage. Marriage is always um, a give and take and, and there's a lot of joy and there's tension and you have to work out solutions and problems. And I remember there was a stressful moment and you said something that has continued to resonate with me. Whatever's going on, it's all love. It's all, it's all love. And I loved that. Thank you. All heart, baby. <laughs> but she's Thank a you for letting me know that. I didn't I didn't know that stuck with you, dude. That's kind of a little mantra of mine too. And uh, where did you guys meet? How did that how did that go? We met. So you can't control how you meet someone. She uh she was uh dating my law school roommate week one law school and uh she pulls up to pick him up and 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 we kind of he and i kind of hit it off immediately i mean we were roommates so we were, you know it was kind of that prearranged kind of deal we were all she pulls up to pick him up i walk out he walks out and uh I, I wrote a song about this very moment, actually, which is why I'm describing it in detail. And she and she pulls up in her Maxima. Fast forward, they were they were together the whole first year of law school, and then we kind of uh, they broke up, and I didn't see her that whole second year of law school. And then the third year of law school rolls around, and we reconnected. You know, it was never romantic until it was. Uh, it was okay for it to be and uh and you fast forward now and he's married oh, okay. to one of my ex-girlfriends not kidding and uh so, and uh it's just cool how it works out man so everybody was loyal <laughs> everybody was loyal man it's the most up and up that situation could go man but i i felt so hard in love hard and fast in love with her man it was uh she was funny she was cool she got it you know yeah and uh that that was it she's the muse for for all the all the love songs i always tell her all the best songs are about her yeah, even in shows uh most artists do not mention they're married but you have no, uh, there's nothing to hide. You're not trying, you're very proud, very happily married. Yeah. Man, the music wouldn't exist without her. So why wouldn't I? For me, being me is the only possible way of of continuing and moving forward, you know? So that was uh, something I figured out. And that's back to what I said earlier, man. I'm the oldest I've ever been today. I'm the coolest I've ever been today. I'm the proudest of myself I've ever been today. So any listeners out there still listening, be proud of who you are. 
God made you exactly the way that he wanted to make you. All those little things that, that, that you think might be detractors from you or your personality or why someone doesn't. And I, I approach everything with love. So, so, so take this with a grain of salt, but I'm very open to all mindsets and words are words until you give them power. So, so, so take that, be confident in yourself. That's what I want my music to do. I've talked to you about that, man. I want music, my music to inspire people to be confident in themselves, man. There's no other, nobody in the, your strength is being who you are because no one else can be you you know right. let's get into your songs for a second yeah because you have the you have a new album every hat is a cowboy hat and i yep. love i love the cover because there's everything from baseball caps to 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 rodeo hats to uh you know i'm sure there's a john deere hat stuck in there somewhere <laughs> but um you've got a pretty good collection on there you've your guitarist tim pickens who is probably, I think he's the best in Nashville. Best. Uh, and he wrote a couple of the songs on there. And uh, for those listening uh, who do not know Tim, my wife and I were on Broadway and on Broadway in Nashville, there are a dozen, if not 20, 30 bands all playing music at the same time. Dude, I love this story. There's so much noise going on. There's so much music. How do you know which uh, honky-tonk to go in to enjoy? And we are walking and I heard an electric guitar and I said to my wife, that sounds like Tim Pickens. And she goes, what? No, he, he goes on tour with like Scott and Thompson Square. I always say Thompson Twins, but Thompson Square. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, he's big time. What's he doing now? So anyway, sure enough, we go right past the window and she goes, there he is. It was Tim and he was killing it on the lead. Killing it. And it was a packed house, and it's going to be because he's playing. But you got this guy writing with you, and we've all written together you know, too. And we've written together. That was kind of a half write. We just more of a that was more of a hangout. We it was still cool. I have an MP3 file on my desktop, and it says Paul rocks wow. and i listen to it regularly and i pick it back up you know you, you don't know how much i obsess over things we even just started anyway continue start sorry you've got some of the very best people who are on this record justin moore who is and i didn't i didn't know justin moore was as massive and um, huge he's huge he's got so many number he's got like 20 number ones he knows how to pick songs and uh but anyways this album, oh man, what's the first track that comes to your mind? I think it looks sexy with some neon on Something in the air tonight Feels like a go-go With a double shot of whiskey Oh, uh, well, neon on you only because you just said it. Uh, in the video, the video, you're in a bowling alley. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, that's it bowling alley in uh murfreesboro uh lanes trains and automobiles shout out in a way it's what it's kind of a love song it's like we want to go out we want to have a good time but they're all love songs man i love uh obviously well outer space talk about a romantic piece of music mm -hmm. up in the storms with you lost in the dark of the moon honey I'm supposed to breathe when you take my breath to me. That's what we uh 
after we're done, dude, I'm gonna send you the video to that song that we're actually getting to release finally. And uh, I think it's gonna be this fall and we'll promote it and whatnot too. But we shot it like a year and a half ago. Um, it has my wife in it and it's so cool, man. I can't believe I talked her into it. It's like one of the only videos we've had where I like do a little acting. Yeah. And uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, that song, uh, I love that song. And I'll have people, uh, people seem to gravitate to that song. The people that get it are like big fans because of that song. So I appreciate that about that one. And uh, where did you come up with the whole the way you do the bass and the the groove the it's like it's like putting a you know this hardcore engine in in a in a in a muscle car but it's yeah in the it's in the music and it's it growls at you and thank no, you bro which is why you have a gorilla on the stage <laughs> uh man uh, bass was my first instrument the okay. first thing I ever learned how to play because my church didn't have a bass player. So me as a, like an 11 year old, I get up and, uh, start playing at church and whatnot, man. I love groove, man. I grew up listening to, uh, like doo-wop type stuff, man. Like, um, R and B, everything, oldies. Um, and, uh, uh, combine that with like, uh, the, uh, the, this is this is a real succinct summary that's probably too simplified but combine the, that with elvis with johnny cash and that's the whole thing man um and no one's doing that yeah you, you i'm created a sound thank you you know you got to be really proud of that because nobody is doing that and i am proud of that thank you it's, it's really infectious it's like we thank you you know it's like when's the next song coming out you know type stuff thank you bro yeah that's uh a lot of that's like the uh i decided i wanted to to, to be the producer on it and that uh that was one of those live and die by my own swords type type thing um and uh and uh i like i like what came of it. it's really it's it's the strength and it's the weakness because nobody's heard anything so people are resistant there nobody's heard anything like it so people are a little resistant but it's also the what what's that kind of deal i think but anyway it's honest when you say like what's that what's that it's like i feel good which is i mean that's just a killer amazing happy motivating song but it's called part three of three yeah yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel good like I ain't never been this high. Smoked every cloud out the sky. <laughs> the message of the story is like uh, this guy who realized, hey, uh, the new boots are ironically, first of all, the old boots. What am I doing trying to fit in something, some other mold, right? And then I feel good is the celebration of that. And so I was always trying to write these other songs and these other parts to it. And then I realized, well, those are, that's it. And then I was like, well, it doesn't have the same title. And then I realized it's art and you can do whatever the hell you want. So I got these new boots. Pick me up another couple tattoos. And a cane in my hand looking half full. I'd have to fire up the band. You buy new boots, baby. 
How the new boats are the new are. boots are are the are are ironically the old boots that I've already been wearing this whole time. You just confident them. That's the the new boots is the new attitude about them. Yeah. And hey, shout out to Durango Boots, who who gave me uh, some a pair of boots which if I didn't have. I would have no boots because the boots that are on the record cover of that single, the sole just fell out the other day and it's a really sad day. So I'm getting them resold right now. That's it. That's a, that's where duct tape comes in handy. You know, you know <laughs> my, my buddy, Charlie Jenkins, uh, country artist out in Utah. Uh, he has that song, uh, duct tape and bailing wire, which pretty much says you can fix anything. Yeah. Tape and bailing wire damn that's it bro that's it don't even worry we got some duct tape and bailing wire in the back I don't know what the bailing wire is for but it's it's but i i understand duct tape i'm i'm not i'm not country enough i you know so. he he's doing some if he's using bailing wire to do his general fixes he's doing some fixes he he might want to order a part here and there <laughs> he's a total rodeo guy from a small town in utah there you go that's All heart, baby. Just to clarify with everybody, there's another Scott Stevens in the music business. This is not that Scott Stevens. This is the amazing, best Scott Stevens. Somebody, some somebody's posing. <laughs> so, thank you so much, man. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. I'm sorry again for having to push back a little bit, man. Thank you for bearing with me. I got. Uh, you know, the dream is eventually, man, I would love to just be playing music full time. But uh, uh, I got a lot of kids, a lot of mouths to feed. And uh, damn, if I'm going to sacrifice the art to try to make a buck, man, I'm just going to keep making the, the best music I can. Thank you so much for giving it a little bit of a shout out, man, a little bit of a spotlight. dude. It, it, it really does mean the world to me when anybody gives their platform to shed a light on what I'm trying to do. So I appreciate it. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Paul. I love you, dude. Let's hang out soon. Yeah. Life ain't shit but One last thing I want to say. You what? Mentioned. And so know that whether you're in the courtroom or on stage, we're cheering you on. So thanks for all you do. Man, that's awesome. Thank you for that encouragement. I love you, buddy. All right, brother. Cause you took my scars, bruises and broken heart, and numbed all the pain. Show me how to heal, and now I don't feel broken anymore. Number one billboard pianist Paul Cardall. Do you believe in miracles and second chances? Over a decade ago, I was raised from the dead. Read Paul's story, The Broken Miracle by J.D. Netto. Visit thebrokenmiracle.com.